Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we talk about all of the beautiful flavors of nerd possible in a bite-sized way. I'm your curator, Joy Bork. Ever since forever, it seems that computers and I have been one. Back in the day, my mom was an Avon rep, so we often got to join her in putting brochures on people's doors, delivering orders in the neighborhood, and interacting with her customers when they came by the house to pick up their goodies. So one day, a lady comes by to pick up her Avon order, and there's low four-year-old Joy sitting at the Windows 95 Gateway PC in my dad's home office at the front of the house. Just chillin', rockin' the Mind Maze trivia program that was included in Microsoft Encarta. This felt absolutely normal to me, but apparently was a shock for the lady standing in her entryway, staring at a tiny human clicking away on the computer. All I remember is her saying something like, oh, maybe you could teach me some things, and responding with, okay, sure, then wondering later why she never followed up. Hmm. So from this young age, I began to understand how computer programs worked. In my head, once I can figure out how the designer thinks and how they organize the tools within the software, it's all downhill from there. I somehow learned to intuit how to do things how to troubleshoot, and how to get myself locked out of the computer, leading my gracious father to spend hours on the phone with Gateway trying to undo whatever it was that I did. Thanks, Dad, and sorry again. Mom has always said that she thought I would end up in a job where I got to push buttons and be in control somehow. She's absolutely right. I have always been attracted to the beep-boops and the technology elements, the shiny things, One spring, when we were on a family vacation in Breckenridge, Colorado, my Aunt Sharon brought her good old PowerBook G4 Mac laptop and her handheld Canon Mini-DV camcorder along for the ride. We ended up taking some really fun footage on the slopes as we went skiing. Then we got back to our rooms, she opened up her computer, and let me dive into and figure out video editing. I'd watched enough TV that I figured out where things needed to be cut how to duck the audio, all of that, and it was surprising how easily it came to me. So over time, over more vacations, I learned more and more about how to edit videos, how to tell a story. Granted, it took a long time to really learn what information is needed and what isn't, what will speak to the audience on the other end of the screen, and what is just funny to me. But as I learned, edited, and tried more things, I had so much fun. Fast forward to getting into college. I went to Oral Roberts University, the same school my sister was at, and decided to major in multimedia production, partially because of the dark and mysteriously cool workroom classroom they had in the basement, partially because of the tech, and also partially because of the laptop and software package I would get as part of the program. Junior year, we dove headfirst into live broadcast video. I was given the opportunity to get my hands on the jib camera. It's a camera on the end of a long arm that can swing out over audiences and get really cool moving shots. It fit me like a glove, and it was like flying an airplane, except it was a camera. And I became proficient at it pretty fast. And as the year went on, I was given more and more opportunities to dive into this world of live video, 
running other types of cameras, assistant directing, stage managing, and even video directing our twice-weekly chapel services that went live to TV. It was seriously amazing. Live event production has its own language. And those words have snuck their way into my normal life vocabulary in so many ways. So, I'm going to untangle a few of them just for you. Number one, standby. This is standard tech speak for hold on, like I'm thinking, or we're on hold, or let me ask so-and-so about what you just asked me. Standby. I use this all the time now in texts, in real life, on the phone, etc. It's so normal to me that it took several friends pointing it out for me to recognize that this was a tech speak bleed over. Number two, dongle. A dongle is an accessory that plugs into your computer that allows you to connect to another type of cable, like a USB-C to HDMI adapter. My friend Katie wasn't sure once if this was a real word or if it was just joy speak for something, because let's be real, I make up words all the time. And this one has been verified. A dongle is indeed a real thing. Number three, stage directions. Stage right, stage left. Upstage, downstage. This one is hard for a lot of people. Imagine you're standing on a stage facing the audience. To your right is stage right. To your left is stage left. Moving toward the audience in front of you is downstage. Moving away from the audience is upstage. But if you're sitting in the audience, the words change. So from the room, looking toward the stage, it's then house right and house left. Upstage and downstage stay the same. This is super practical in a tech situation. It's out of place in a normal world scenario, but it totally makes sense in my head, and I love using them. Number four, headroom. In today's video meeting-driven world, headroom and proper video shot framing are everything. Headroom is that little gap between the top of your head and the top of the video frame. Too little headroom cuts off your forehead slash the top of your head makes you look gigantic. Too much headroom makes you look tiny. Just enough headroom is so important. Start paying attention to headroom as you watch TV. You'll see what I mean. And this is one of those things that I can't not see in the world. I can't turn off my inner video director. I'll often find myself when I'm watching TV or a movie saying, headroom, headroom, come on. Number five, transitions. As a tech director or show caller, I am sitting in the back of the room, essentially driving the event forward. Everyone is listening to my standby cues, like standby video roll, standby stage lights down, and then my GO cues. That word is so powerful. You don't just throw it around. But when it's time, I'll say, go transition. And everyone pushes their perspective buttons or faders together. So sometimes I really just want to call transitions in normal life, but the rest of the world doesn't work like that. So in discussing what this episode could be about, Katie suggested that I talk about the other side of transitions, the sneaky side. As techies, we know where we want your attention as an audience member to be directed. And 
we have magical abilities to change things around without you knowing. What we want you to do is be distracted by the video on the screens while we change out an entire set in the darkness on the stage. Then when you look back at the stage, you're in awe. How did they do that? Ha ha! Distraction. Since being my friend, Katie has started looking at the other parts of the production, the spaces that we techies don't want you to look at. And in this way, she really sees the magic of what's happening. And for better or worse, once you start seeing it, it's really hard to unsee. So use this new awareness sparingly. Number six, take a bio. This is the fancy tech-speak way to say, I've got to go pee. Or, we've got a break, so everyone use the bathroom now because we're about to be stuck in our seats for the next hour and a half. Take it or hold your pee forever. I appreciate how reaction-neutral this phrase is, because sometimes people seem taken aback when I just throw out there, hey, I gotta go pee, BRB. Number seven, heads up. As a techie, as a show caller, as a video director, I'm aware of all the things that are going on around me. There are so many different pieces that have to come together to make a production happen. Though we are attempting to be unseen most of the time by the audience, there's this sixth techie sense where we become more aware of the presence of our teammates in the course of making an event happen. This hyper-awareness has translated into my normal life. For example, at restaurants, I am aware of where the wait staff is and how they're moving about. They are normally people that end up being hidden or not really noticed. The same goes with techies when we're on a production. But now that I know how things work, there's no way that I can't not see all of the people around me who are making magic happen. So I know when our food is coming, and I'm usually the only one who notices. So I'll try to say, heads up, to let everyone else at the table know the food is here, so prepare yourself. Because I've found that non-techies focus on the conversations way more than the environment as a whole, which absolutely makes sense. So, heads up, y'all. Number eight, the last techie type thing that I've incorporated into my life is the beauty of cable management. This is another one of those once you see it, you can't unsee it things. Cable management is so important for several reasons. Number one, cables on the ground can be a tripping hazard, so we got to keep them contained and well organized. So if you've got a rug or a cable ramp to put over them, great, do it. We gotta keep the event area as a safe space because people who aren't techies are not often looking down at their feet for potential tripping hazards like we are. Number two, troubleshooting. If all the cables are plugged in all nilly-willy-like, it is going to take a ton more time to find that one cable you're looking for when some piece of gear suddenly stops working with two minutes left before the start of the show. So taking a little bit of extra time at the beginning during setup to be clean and organized will ultimately help you of the future in a moment of panic. Number three, aesthetics. Please, I beg of you, don't be one of those people that has tons of cables dangling down from your wall-mounted TV. There are solutions for this. Hide them in the wall. Have them poke out right behind your entertainment center. It's way better that way. Take some extra time to organize the cables at your desk. Friends, 
Velcro wraps are magical. Zip ties, on the other hand, are your foe. Just avoid them. Your knuckles will thank you later. But like organized cables are happy cables. So these are just a few examples of how tech speak shows up in my day to day. So now I empower you to go forth and change your world. Use these fantastical words. See things in a new way. Organize your cables. The techies in your life will thank you. Until next time, don't forget that curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds. Bye.